Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Blog Talk Radio. I am your host. I go by the name of Vegas. I want to thank everyone for joining in, and I'm going to kick it over to my co-host, LaVenture. Let them know where you're from. Top of the, top of the morning, world. This is LaVenture Donqua. Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio, live from Metro Detroit. And uh, also joining us this morning, our co-host is... Hello, everyone. This is Jennifer L. Ellis. Right now, Talk Radio, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a wonderful topic that we're just waiting to share. Spring cleans your life. Amen. <laughs> now, spring is one of my favorite seasons okay? because mm-hmm. things are once dead or frozen. They start to come back to life. The grass is green, the leaves are growing. Nature is uh, just looking very pretty again. And it's usually the time that we start to clean out the house. You know, your mom said, come on, we got to do our spring cleaning, or your dad, whoever, grandma. Mm-hmm. And I always thought about it, like it's such a tradition to do spring cleaning in the house, but not just in the house. What about spring cleaning in your life when it's time to bring out things that were once maybe, you know, kind of dead or not that you, you know, you forgot about them, but it's, time for you to bring that back to life as well. So we're going to tackle, you know, some of the uh, issues of decluttering and how to organize uh, your space, your household space, um, because it is that season, and also some other things such as maybe your career and health. So remember, these are just helpful tips um, to um, help you out during the spring cleaning of just not your home, but also spring cleaning of your life. All mm-hmm. right, so let's get <laughs> that sounds awful, Jennifer. I could not stand spring cleaning as a child. I do not okay. like it now. I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not like cleaning. I do not do like cleaning up after others. I've been trying to get my kids to uh, pretty much spring clean and get their clothes out of the house. And, I mean, it's like... You know how a person that's hooked on drugs no. has. <laughs> well, let me let me try to educate you on something. A person that's hooked on drugs will have like drug paraphernalia all over them, all over them. You know, uh, they hoodies got got cocaine and all that. You know, just everything you do has something to do with your addiction. And when I look at my house, my I, I live with three women, so it is like. Shoe carnival going on up in here. I mean, like, <laughs> it is. I mean, they have outfits not just for every season. They got three outfits for every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got a morning wow. outfit, a school outfit, uh, a practice okay. outfit. So, um, I, well, I, let me, I can I ask Can I ask you this, today? As we yeah. know, with 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 uh, children, you know the best mm-hmm. teacher is example. Is anybody right. providing an example? Oh yeah, I provide an example. Then they okay. counter example. <laughs> <laughs> they do a counter example, like, "Oh, you gonna clean that up? Oh, I'm just gonna dirty it back up." Then I'm like, "Didn't I just didn't I just sweep up in here?" Yeah, you did sweep up. That's why I just went ahead and spilt it because it seems like that you like to sweep. Like what? Uh, <laughs> I just threw some most stuff on the floor. But I know that today we're talking. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask Jennifer. Gonna ask, so 
clutter. Okay. I know that it's it's the mm-hmm. clutter of the things that go on in the home. But what we're trying to do today is exactly what, Jennifer? What are we trying to clean up? Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, well, one thing that I'm trying to clean up is the space of my home. But I know that, you know, being that I am a co-host, I know that there may be other things that other people may want to clean up. So uh, mine is particularly the home. Now, what do you want to clean up, babe, in LaVenture? Like, you know, what are your declutters or things like that that you want to organize more so? Mine, number one, is my home, and then I have some other things. I have a long list. But looking at the house, like a lot of organizer uh, experts, they say that sometimes when you're in your home and you see things that have to be done, it kind of clutters your mind from getting other things accomplished because you're at the house, where you may spend most of your time outside of, you know, your job or something like that. So when you see it, you kind of feel like, dang, oh, i got to do that. Oh, my God, I forgot i got to paint that. Oh, my goodness, oh, i got to do laundry. So a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, it can be overwhelming that you don't get other things accomplished because of that. And right. one of the, uh, uh, the tips that they use is this. You can't do it all, Okay. So you approach uh, your life with small changes, just one step at a time. Um, and also I learned that as uh, with my health, with my um, lupus, you know, my doctors were saying, like, your lifestyle is going to start to change. So approach it one step at a time, meaning this. Mm-hmm. Find something that you know that needs to be done, but just concentrate on that one area for about 15 minutes for that day and then let it go, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't don't bombard yourself. If you want to clean, let's say, your hallway, focus on your hallway and really focus on just the hallway. And then you start to declutter, like, do I need these shoes? Do I want to sell these shoes? Do I want to get these shoes away? Because then you start to understand what's important to you, what's not important to you, what's worth keeping, what's not worth keeping, and you really focus on that hallway. And understand, okay. like, I'm a single person. Yeah, so no one else is going to do the kitchen but me. So just they can wait till tomorrow, you know. That's, I agree. That's that's true, that it, emotional, usually if there's physical clutter, it could, it could spill into emotional clutter. There's some emotional clutter as well. But that's a good example you used about the home and focusing on one particular place and particularly maybe if, if let's add to that, what about the entryway of the home? If that seems to be a problematic area because that is the first, wherever you walk into first, whether it's the side, the front, wherever you walk in first, maybe tackling pieces of that first um, and to help with that, as you stated, you know, decide what you're going to do with the stuff maybe having some boxes or bags that clearly define, you know, throw away, keep, decision, like three boxes or three bags. And that can kind of help with uh, making those decisions as you declutter your physical space. And then it's also kind of opening up some of that um, emotional clutter. If you deal with the area where you walk into first, into your home, Mm -hmm. If you want to deal with your your house first, <laughs> right, right, that's good. Is there, and, and I listen to both of you, young ladies, and um, 
it just it, it's funny. It's so funny because um, I'm more of a um, an aggressive declutterizer, if that's a word, Jennifer. <laughs> Okay. Like I would go yeah, like, uh-huh. the Mr. T of organization. <laughs> I get up in the morning, I pity the fool that didn't wash the dishes last night. <laughs> you know, um, because see, the thing is, like, and I get to the emotional side later. We gonna get to the emotion, but that's physical. I believe that you have to have your physical surrounding organized so you can even perform. Like in your job, okay, right. in your career, you know, I think that right. that's like that's already a given. If your if your physical surrounding is not organized, you will it will it will spill over into your performance elsewhere. Your performance in the bedroom. You wonder why your man can't get it up because hey, the room wait, ain't clean. Wait, uh, wait, wait, hold on. You just went from zero to a hundred. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, man. And then you said bedroom. I said, hold on, man. Oh, no. Wait, wait, I'm not gonna oh, I'm not gonna go to the bedroom first. So if the bedroom but what room I would is do, a mess, then you say the activity in the bedroom becomes a mess. Yes. But see before I get to that, like when I was telling even with my kids, I'm kind of a Mr. T of organization. Like, if you can't get this together, you can't go anywhere today. So I pop up, you know, I'm early riser. I get up around 7. I don't know if some people get up at, you know, earlier than that, but 7 is my weekend uh, time that I wake up. Normally I will just run straight upstairs to my daughter's, you know, room and the bathroom and stuff like that and just kind of tell them why they ain't nothing. You know, <laughs> tell them why. <laughs> That's how you say I like today. to get up and wake them up like, you know you ain't nothing, right? <laughs> Let me tell you why, Jen. Because my father used to do that to me. See, he didn't do that to you guys. You were the lady. He didn't say that to y'all. Okay. Daddy would tell me, if it would be like 7, 7.15, 7.45 on a Saturday, he would come in okay. the room, because my room was downstairs, and smoke. He would smoke <laughs> me up. I'd be like, <laughs> and then he'd say, you must be rich. And I'd say, what do you mean, I must be rich? Because, hell, it's 730, you ain't got your ass up. <laughs> you must can sleep all day because you're rich. <laughs> okay. And that was my sign to get up, get on your feet, young man, go cut those lines, get your stuff together. So, um, so how did they organize in the long run? Because I mean, it, it made me say, yeah, it helped me organize to say that I didn't even have time to get up and try to straighten up a house or a room because my daddy was like, you need to be up at work by eight o'clock. So if you if you okay. got your room, oh, I'm gonna come in here at six fifteen and get your room together with you, and that doesn't mean he's gonna help. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to get your room together with you. I'm like, oh, my God. So so with my daughter, okay. if they're, you know, I know that school is a little tougher. You got to do it. You know, they do a little bit more now than what we were doing in school. So I get up on Saturday. I renegade them. I sit in the room like Mr. T. I pity the fool. <laughs> if they don't you know, clean up okay. search. Yeah. So how does that help them with, go ahead, uh-huh. Well, I was just going to add this. Um, some experts say that actually when you're 
teaching your children chores, that could be a quality family time. I don't know about Mr. Key time, but it could be a quality <laughs> family time where you can actually bond with them. And it also mm-hmm. helps you in the long run because it can help. They know, they know how to do this because you taught them. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to do mm-hmm. chores again, you can delegate versus you doing it physically. That can take some time, you know, wait, you know, Give you a little bit less work to do and yeah. have them do it because when the chores you, you have to talk. you have to assume right and I you got to look at it eighty percent of the clothes and stuff that's in the house belong to them anyway so I should not spend even more of my time straightening up your things what I'm going to do is pity the fool the dead <laughs> go like well, Mama used to get mad remember. So mm-hmm. let 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 let's ask this. Let's ask this. I'm, I'm hearing all this physical stuff that needs to be, okay. you know, decluttered. Right? Because you can't get to the emotional until you get to the physical. You got to get to the right. Physical. So, but is the physical is the acquisition of so much physical stuff? Is that is there an emotional link there? Is there some decluttering that needs to be there? Why the accumulation of so much physical stuff? Just 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 throwing it out there. That's, yeah. that's what I yeah. was going to say. Like, listen, you can, right. I mean, I'm pretty sure you do this, but when they're mm-hmm. folding up their clothes and you're teaching them and you're spending some time, spending time with them, you can say, why do you feel that you need this or why do you have so many pair of shoes? Or yeah. that is a time mm-hmm. to start fluttering the emotion behind it because what answer are they giving you behind this? You know, and okay. just not for your children because children don't mm-hmm. buy Right. Uh, as much parents buy. And that's what children also act. Like, huh? <laughs> children do act. Uh, they yeah, they act. act. Yeah. That's true. Right. So I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, giving them a pass, but this is a perfect mm-hmm. time to start figure out what's going on emotionally that you have all of these clothes. Oh, I understand. You I, I know exactly what's going on emotionally. When I ask them, they don't get it, but, you know, I, I, I give them. I, I'm also Mr. T, but at the same time, I'm also Uncle Phil. I'm trying to. No, not not so much Uncle Phil because he died. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually I actually go through stuff with them, and I said, now you see how this is, you know, too small. But it, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot when you're dealing with girls. So how? Um, now that's mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say a little bit different. Is, you take a different approach, okay? Yeah, because see, if it's a if it's a boy, I I can kind of I I know what you're going through. I know what you're thinking, and in essence, less is better when you're a man. Less is better. If you have you know four business suits, you got your you know your stuff for work. You have a couple of relaxation um, outfits. That's better, you know. And basically, the reason I say it's better is because anything that I that gets like a year or so old with me, I give it away. I just I give it away to um, you know to shelters, whatever you need to do, and it helps me continue yeah. to uh, be a blessing to others. And what I'm trying to get them to see is that when you give this stuff away, you're actually being a blessing to others. If you keep this stuff, you're blocking your own blessing. Mm. That's worse than to keep. <laughs> Okay. And, Lavitra, you were going to ask or say? 
Uh, you know, I, I was thinking, too, I mean, even your family is a part of, I don't want to say a to-do list, but as a parent, you know, you, your your family is also an area where you spend time, right? Um, I think about the personal, professional, social, things like that. That's a balancing act, too. I mean, even if you have to take, when you take the time to say, hey, I got to uh, um, teach my child this, teach my child that, that's still time that you have to spend. And I, I, I do agree that you can use some of that as quality time. But once I've taught you how to clean a room or clean a kitchen or whatever or, or declutter, I'm not doing it with you. Not after that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm you not going to do have, it with you. Initially, you still have but to it's still a part of, okay, if we could just put it out there. There's so oh, much sometimes that is on our to-do list is that also taking care of family is a to-do list, per se, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So it, 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 that's a part of the balance. Like, you you got to figure out, you know, how am I going to balance that as well? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I think uh, it gets I, back to 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 really defining what 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 are your values? What mm-hmm. what's most important to you? Is it the spending the time? Is teaching something? If you have a relationship, you have to yeah. make sure that the relationship of your partner their needs are being met. The needs in which you can provide, you know, you can't right. provide all their needs. Um, then there's what what do you need, you know, the things you need for yourself. So also hearing that communication is very important. I know we always did the love languages here on the show, LaVenture, one of her very uh, uh, <laughs> notorious segment of your love language, you know. So is very important. And that's something that you do have to organize. I think that there are some things in your life that you're going to have to uh, put in your schedule, regardless if you want to or not, some things that are non-negotiable. So I think that, again, communicating with your uh, spouse is, is non-negotiable. Everything's negotiable. I said everything's negotiable. It's negotiable. You want to deal with the consequences, <laughs> Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that you have to you have to talk to your spouse every day. You have to communicate with your mate every day. You know, uh, if, even if it's who's picking up the kids, who's you know doing this or what's for dinner, you have to communicate because that you know you can when you have to to do this, you can have your do your don't and delegate. So it can be I do this, but my you know my spouse is going to do this. Well, but I see, I don't, I see that as okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You see it as what? What, what, what you holding back? Why are you on? mad at me? I'm just trying to figure out what I'm you're not mad, mad at you. you like I see now. See, I see that y'all have a community. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying what you. Oh, right now, talk radio. We here to help you. You can, you can be helped too. I know, I know you are professional, but you need help too, so come on, come on with it. 
Right. So what I'm saying is that when you talk to me, those are like delegation of tasks. When you're saying, hey, who's going to pick up the kids? Hey, what's the dinner? Uh I don't, that's not enjoyment to me. That's like, that's task related. I don't know, like, yeah, what am I going to get for dinner today? Maybe maybe I can take an attitude about it. But it's enjoyable. Maybe maybe it's what you're eating. You know, you should know what you're eating. I see it. Okay. Uh Okay, so what do you want out of it? You want joy out of, I mean, uh, well, see, that's not my value. My love language is not food, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but know what is, I think some things have to be done. Regardless oh, yeah. if you like Those it or not, you gotta eat. Right. Okay, but well, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, finish, oh, please. I want I want to hear this. Yeah, go ahead. By balancing, yes, you do, you do. Um, and maybe it's it's it is the way you think about it. Maybe it is the way you think about it. But I think about those things as like that's communicate. I mean that's that's task related. But you do have to communicate the task because you can't assume that you know unless you all are on a schedule, which is probably better. That helps to save time. Actually, when you delegate and designate who's going to do what on certain days and certain times, like there's certain things I know what's going to happen on a Wednesday. I know what's going to happen on a Thursday, and all those things do help to balance. But you want to build in every day, every day. You need to build in some time to do something that you enjoy, whether that's five minutes of relaxation, that's five minutes of, um, you know, yoga, that's five minutes of whatever, dancing, music, of sitting quiet and absolutely doing nothing. And then don't forget, if you do have a partner, you do have your children, you want to spread some joy to them, too. So I may spend on my breaks, I may reach out to my loved ones on a, you know, if I can't do it daily, I can do it at least a couple of times throughout the week. Vague, I hear you itching over there. No. <laughs> no, I was, I'm listening. I'm actually enjoying that. Go ahead, continue. I'm just listening. Right, so... But there are these things that rob our time, and we have to be conscious of that and make decisions not to spend so much time on things that rob our time and which will eventually rob us of our joy. So figuring out what's absolutely necessary versus what, like I know I have to go to work, right? But what should I, if I know, right, you don't have to go. There will be consequences, Right. But yeah. so I'm choosing to go to work. Right. That's mm-hmm. something that I have to do. But what am I going to do while I'm there, task-related, so that I can get some things done um, so that I can leave at a decent time? I'm in a position where I'm flexible enough to make my own schedule, okay? And that helps out tremendously. Right. But when I'm there, that's also a lot of stuff that needs to be done. And I do find myself making really uh, – you know, quick decisions about how far do you need to go with this task? Mm-hmm. Now, how far? if you allow, yeah, if you allow me, um, some of the experts say, um, you know, it's called stop doing so much at once, and it says limit the number of projects, and you want things that boost productivity. So I'm not sure of what you're doing at work, but I'm 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 very confident 
that you are hopefully doing things that are productive and not just, you know, busy work. Busy. And Absolutely. Sometimes I, right. So I don't know if you're in a position where you can delegate. I don't know if you're in a position where you can actually say, no, this doesn't work for me or this doesn't work for the schedule, you know, or, you know, uh, taking a task that's like I can only do so much. I can't do that. And um, also some of the writers say that, that organized writers say that work is work and try to do as much work at work so you don't take it home with you, you know. So I don't know. Some of that, okay, all right. Go ahead, some of that what? I I guess I I feel like some of that, that's just bull. It's just not, it's not realistic sometimes. Some of us do bring our work home. You know, we do because our work is a part of our lives. You can probably limit the time that you spend on it. And it depends Mm -hmm. on your work. And it really depends on your work. But in my work, um, yeah, I mean, I I do it when I'm not at work. Mm -hmm. I do work when I'm not physically at work. It's something that's so in there that wants to come out, but it's not coming out of you. It's just, I mean, I oh, just, it's just, yeah, like there's something <laughs> that you want to say, but you're not seeing it. Yeah, it's just like something you want to say, but you're not saying it. And how can we help you if you're not coming out and say it? Do you feel what I'm feeling, Church? I, can, I, know, what what, I know what she's saying. It, it kind of goes back to one of my my uh, ways of life is ethics. You know, <laughs> it's like you know. I understand. I, I listen, and they say, "Hey, right. you can use short, short time to build character effort." You know what? You gonna clean this shit up, and uh, I'm gonna go do what the hell I want to do because I've done this with you. You know what I'm saying? I've already been through this shit, and therefore, <laughs> are you uh, about children? Like, well, are you white children, mates? Well, why is it so many clothes, or why is it so much this? I know why the hell it is. All y'all got issues. And therefore, <laughs> I'm not going to deal with your issue. I tried to talk to you about it. You continue to do what you want to do. So in turn, how I clean up myself is that I go enjoy myself. Like the venture was saying, you take five minutes to enjoy yourself. I go to the gym. I do whatever I want at the gym. Then as soon as I leave the gym, I go get me something to eat, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't care about what this person wants to order, what this person I don't care. Do not care. <laughs> so that's how you that's how, you that's how I get I my screen cleaning, you know. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Because you're always gonna be talking about something that's feeling a certain way. So at some point I gotta make sure I'm happy. Uh the discussion to me and Jennifer came up. Are you really happy? A couple of days ago, I said I'm always happy. It's these other motherfuckers <laughs> that are miserable, <laughs> hanging around, always whining. Clean that shit up and clean it up good. Yeah, I'm about to go do it, right? <laughs> yeah, all that you got. Well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I have, you know, it's people that actually work for me. They always, you know, somebody can't get something done, you know. After a while, you just stop paying them. 
this is what you have to do. It's just like you're not getting it done. I gotta stop paying you. You boy, you feel free to come in. You can come in all day. You just won't receive a check. Done and done. All right. So that's the Vincent approach. That is Vincent approach to cleaning, cleaning, uh, right. her spring cleaning. I, I I see it, but I don't. Um, it's what like do you mean. Levitch is close to mine. Levitch is close to mine. Yeah, Levitch is real close to mine. At some point, F it. You know what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, my. I have asked you. Well, well, in terms of professional, go ahead, Jim. Mm -hmm. In terms of professional, the decision is I do whatever is necessary to move the team forward or move the task forward. So I don't spend time on stuff that doesn't move us to, closer to our goals. So that's how I make right. my decision about that. I need to do what's going to move us closer to our goals. Boom. Right. Mm-hmm. It will um, not I be use, done. In, yeah. It may not be done in perfection. It's done good. I do a very mm-hmm. good job. I think it through. Right. This moves us closer to our goal. You test the waters. You keep going. That's mm-hmm. how I make the decisions at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Well, you yeah, just yeah. making those decisions. That's the venture approach. Uh, the GN <laughs> approach is to uh, spring cleaning. Um, I'm speaking of your physical space that will spill over to your emotional space to determine precisely what you want in your future, your life, and what your life will look like and what it will be like. So what is important to you? You know, that goes first. You take your time. You know, I can't express that enough. It's not about being perfect. It's just about improvement. Each day, each day, just improvement and get rid of things that are not productive. And I remember doing that one time. I was involved in a lot of activities outside of my home, but it wasn't productive activities. And when I started to cut those things down, trust and believe it made a huge difference. A huge difference. And um, how did you make the decision? How did you make? How did you make the decision to cut your list? To cut it. Uh, Well, Mm -hmm. one was finance because some of the programs I was involved, the budgets were cut, so I had no choice but to leave. And (laughs) once the budget was cut, I was cut. And when I looked at first, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But it was like, you know what? It actually was a blessing in disguise. I know that's a cliche because I was able to do other things that were more productive because those things were just physical, so financial cuts, be it cut. And then there were just some things that I did not agree with the actual party that I was working with. And it's just like, look, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit up here and spend a lot of negative energy with people I don't get along with. They don't see eye to eye, not trying to see eye to eye. They're just trying to be in charge and not make a true difference. So I say, you know what, it's time to study it. And when I did mm-hmm. that, it made a, a great impact on my life. You know. Okay. So hopefully we helped you today, and we thank you for joining us with that conversation. Um, I know we do have a relationship spot uh, that we did start last week, and it was very interesting. Um, should a woman pay for a date, and we went on and on and on, and it was a very, uh, very good conversation. So today's question, I'm not sure who wants to throw it out, but feel free to throw out the uh, relationship question, and we can try best to tackle it within five minutes or so, <laughs> but it may go on just like we did last week. So. All right. 
Right. So today's relationship question is, should you have a list of expectations when you're dating? Should you have a list of expectations? I say yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Reason being what would be what would be the top three on your list? My expectations. Uh dang, dang you got me. Um it's kinda like this. What does he value? Like does he believe in God? And that's that's not that's non negotiable. Um and also what do I want to get out of this date? That's kinda like a personal thing. But um does he believe in God? Is he uh, a good person? And um where do I wanna go after this date? Like what do I want to get accomplished? Yes, I'm both. Vincent, I'm just joking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she she got so much hope in her heart when, when she's speaking <laughs> hope. Oh, my God. I yeah. am so sick of this. You've got so much hope. Good job. Good job, Jen. Yeah. Well, I hope so you didn't You didn't talk about physical, but that's cool. Yeah, they, that's just oh. ridiculous. Oh, what? expectations. I wouldn't. I would not, even though you know I'm married. But if I was, you know, dating, I wouldn't. I wouldn't date a woman that wasn't attractive. It just don't make no damn sense. It's like, <laughs> Maybe I misinterpreted the question. I thought that she's you thinking like about that. future. Yeah, she's thinking about future well, being with somebody. Say the question again, Adventure. You're right. Jennifer, wait, wait. Say, we only know. have three minutes, so I don't think we can go through all this, but. I think we, Jennifer we is still about talking about seven minutes. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, Jennifer is hopeful meeting that person, Mr. Right, you know. Go ahead, Jen, with your Mr. Right but thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> absolutely. You know, uh, I'm trying to right now on dating sites, and I don't mean to be cruel, but if I don't find a physical attraction, I don't respond. Or Well, so you, you're right. I did expectations. Did you have a list of expectations? Like what? Do, what would you like? What would you expect? So right, um, and you're right. You talked about being spiritual. You talked about being. You said a good person. Mm-hmm. Handsome. Okay, yeah. I, I, one of them handsome. Because mm-hmm. um, the man wants to attract the wife, and I know people say, you know, you 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 the shouting. Uh, sometimes you don't go off cook. You just go off with it, yeah, and all that. And it's just like, no, because i got to lay up with him eventually if I marry him. And it's like, um, you got to be attracted to that person. But I think, yeah, and I think whatever you bring to the table, you should expect that and then some, you know, on both on both parts, you know. Yeah. She, she better expect for me not to pay. <laughs> <laughs> she would expect me not to pay. I expect her to bring her pocketbook, goddamn. Well, and 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 if I had to do it all over again, that's interesting you say that. If I had to do it all over again, I really I wouldn't commit to long dates. I would start off really, you know, pretty much probably how I started off before. Let's start with some, you know, smaller time, you know, smaller time frames together. Let you know, just mm-hmm. a couple of maybe an hour or two. Um, and do that multiple times. I wouldn't commit to like, hey, let's do dinner, let's do breakfast, not up front, because it, 
can we really spend that much time together? Think about adventure dinner is only about thirty to forty five minutes. An hour max. Okay, well when I go out to dinner, which I go pretty often, you've got to commit at least two hours. And well, actually, I, at a point in your life, your time is valuable. But I am so happy I'm raising my son right. What did he say um, the other day? Uh, oh, I should have asked his permission to share this, but I'll share a little bit of the comment. He doesn't date, but he did say, uh, we, oh, we had that question about should you pet Not that right? you know of. Not that you know of. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Not that you know her, right. <laughs> and he, I think, I mean, verbatim, he said something like, if if she's gracious enough to spend her time with me and it's a quality time, then of course I'm going to pick up the chat up. Mm. Now that's a good. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> good job, young man. Good job, people. <laughs> See, Significant other got into an argument. It just, well, not an argument, just thinking. And she was like, "What do you think you're gonna spend if you go out on dates with women? And, and, and how much you think it's gonna cost?" Because I took her. We went to go see uh, Chris Rock. And Chris Rock had a great show. If anybody has a chance to go see his new show, it was actually really good. Um, more, uh, I say, more funnier than I expected. So um, I was like, "Yeah, that day cost like one twenty. You know, hundred and twenty dollars, hundred and forty dollars. She was like, That's what a date costs out here that day. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, I would I just won't be date. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, How you think you gonna find a dime or, you know, a, a nice looking woman, this and that, you ain't gonna be one to spend one twenty, one forty. I was like, No. <laughs> I just be like my big brother Lon. <laughs> just stop dating. No, you're going to wait to Shakespeare in the park, right? Oh, yeah. I just, see, what it is is that you can meet women anywhere. That's what's so funny. You can, you can, you know how, you know who's going to be at that Shakespeare in the park? A bunch of women. There were men there, too. They're, they're yeah, there. come in there with your bottle of water, hand us a water. Like, you look thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay, yeah. then maybe maybe I'm old school. But um, why are you thinking about? Oh, you're right. Why are you yeah. thinking about the cost of the date? I think if you meet a quality person and y'all are dating seriously, I don't mm-hmm. know if the person would naturally put a limit on how much the date costs. But I agree up front. I'm not gonna expect somebody to spend 140 on a date. You know, we're we're just. We're just casually getting to know each other. I'm not expecting that kind of, um, uh, that's funny, return of my investment. But the thing, I think <laughs> as you determine how far you're going to go, if you're going to continue, then 
do we necessarily put a cap on the cost? But starting off, no, I, I wouldn't even expect that. And maybe that's my lower expectations, you know. Lower expectations. <laughs> 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 well, I think also like the person that you're dating too. Yeah, you keep it simple, but there's. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to open up a whole new bag of apples, but um, there's a difference between dating a um, a poor man and a man that has money. So um, you could date somebody with money, but do they have to spend? A lot of that fun. Right. They don't have to. But some men who have money, I'm talking about men now because I'm a woman and I'm a heterosexual, mm-hmm. but some of them enjoy mm-hmm. spending money. They they want to. Now, okay. so mm-hmm. who am I to stop them? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know, you should keep it simple. Like you were saying, dinner takes a lot of time or it may take more time than you expect. But to me, you got to eat. So, uh, having a dinner date is fine, or having a dessert date where you just need it for dessert or need it for cocktails, that's fine too. Because um, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't take that long. Hours to max. Because you get there, you order, you have your little time to talk. Well, you gotta, okay, depending on where you go, okay, we're getting into, you know, just logistics now. It doesn't, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's different. Most places I go, you, you have to do a reservation or you have a wait. Uh-huh. Like, if you do yeah. a if you do a, you know, I I don't know about buffets on the first date. That's that's conversation no, piece. No, that's no, conversation. no, no. Well, I think what what you what you guys are not you may be missing is I I think it's it's value. It's not so much how much you're right. spending. It's based on value. Is this person worth this first and foremost? And that's what so I guess time your time. Yeah, to still you still value that. So right, so you women may think is is he worth my time? A man may think is she worth my my finances? And that's what I think that that where I kind of I lose disconnect that because when I look at a woman, I'd be like, wow, she is fine, but why in the world would she like me? So there's no need to take her on the date. So there. <laughs> Why would she like me? Has she met me? Once she gets to know me, she's not going to like me anymore. <laughs> so, therefore. You set yourself up already. Right. My expectations are being low, low. I mean, like, yeah, I may look a certain way, and you may find me, you know, humorous. And, oh, he seems like a cool guy. But when you really get to know him, you'll be like, I hate him. Every relationship ends up, I hate him. <laughs> So that's why I'm thinking, like, mm, we glad to do Shakespeare in the Fire. Because <laughs> in the long run, in the long run, it's going to end bad. It's going to end so bad. <laughs> so let's not let's let's look at value, okay? Okay. And how do you do? Yeah, you got to build up that. Like, is it, is it worth? Uh, what's the value of spending time with this individual? And again, you're at a different. Some people at a different stage in their life. My stage in life, it's, you're right. It's about what value, what's the value added to this, to, be, to everything. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the thing. Go ahead, Jen. Yeah, it is value. It doesn't matter how much you spend. If the woman is worth it, the time, all that is, that's, it, it goes, goes under the value. And I think, it's, you know, women are worth it. It's hard to find Absolutely. those women, though. <laughs> I set you up, bitch. 
Yeah, you did. I'm pretty did. sure women are worth it. I'm just having fun. Jen had a comment too. What were you saying, Jen? Go ahead, Jen. Uh, I, I just said eventually the human calculator must calculate the value. You're right, you're right, I do. I calculate the value and everything. Right. So you know what? We may have to start our next show with value. You know. It, it, with relationships, that'd be a really good place to start. Um, we don't want to get turned off because they're going to turn us off in a second. But we thank you guys for coming, coming out, <laughs> and um, hopefully you learn something how to declutter your, your life. Take my approach. F it. You just need to do what you're supposed to do, <laughs> and you can take Jennifer' approach, talk it through, learn something. <laughs> And what was Jim, what was the venture's approach? I'm going to do it. It's not going to be perfect, but damn it, it's going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, thank y'all for joining talk, uh, right now, Talk Radio. Till next time, we'll talk to you. <laughs>